0: Welcome, Joe. Thank you. It's great to have you here at at Startup Health Now. Um, I thought we'd start with learning about Cognotion. You're the co founder and CEO of Cognotion. I think what you guys are doing is absolutely extraordinary, and we're honored to have you in Startup Health as part of the family of Health Transformers. What's your vision, and what are you building? We founded Cognotion
1: four years ago with a really
0: particular vision. How do we
1: get people with a high school education into a living wage job? And what we found out of all of the industries in the world, healthcare is the, the place where we're seeing the most job growth, where we can solve two problems at the same time. One, working with employing people that are hard to employ populations. And then on the other hand, bringing people into the healthcare uh, system to take care of the catastrophic shortage that we have for talent especially people caring for seniors so it's a it's a real privilege to be able to, to manage both of those uh, solving both of those problems at the same
0: time so it's a digital training platform for caregivers it turns people into certified caregivers and it, it seems like it's such a um, there's so many uh, colliding opportunities here you've got ed tech and the innovation going there with these digital platforms, and as you say, the changing dynamics in the job market, and then the massive need in in this area for caregivers. Right, right. Yeah, there are about
1: 10,000 people aging into retirement every day um, in America. So the need for caregivers over the next uh, five years is about a million new people to enter into the the market. So it's a tremendous need um, societally to to take care of this population. Um, And it's it's just been fascinating because the biggest barriers to entry aren't that people uh, can't do the job, it's that they show up at the job and they haven't been trained about why their job's important. And so they end up leaving the job really quickly so one of the things we really focus on is how to increase the dignity of those workers and increase their own empathy for themselves and for the people that they're taking care of.
0: What types of partners and customers do you focus on at Cognition?
1: The partners that we're focusing on are people that have large healthcare systems that uh, have a a lot of allied health workers. We started out with skilled nursing facilities, uh, so in the post-acute care space, and we're now branching into the acute care space. We've noticed that there's a need for both the training for certification before people are employed and solving that problem, as well as improving the, the quality of productivity of these workers post-employment. So we've recently uh, have developed some partnerships in the post-employment space with large hospital systems, uh, looking at how to solve really um, heavy-duty problems that are plaguing the systems.
0: It's also serving, as, as we just talked about, a, a big need for people looking to upskill their, their job opportunities and, and really move into the workforce in, in new exciting ways. Are people coming from all over the country
1: yeah, so our uh, products are national, um, which was extremely difficult. We had to align to the regulations of all 50 states. But we did that because this problem is a national problem. It doesn't exist in one corner of the market. It's just as much a problem in Kansas as it is in Kentucky and uh, Connecticut and California.
0: You know what I love about what you guys are doing is it it bridges digital solutions with real-world needs and, and really makes more efficient a a, a big challenge and big uh, problem in the real world right and you know we often talk about digital health being um, ones and zeros but this is really bridging digital with the real world and I think that's really amazing you had a background in online education space before this or ed tech before this? Yeah. So my co-founder and I have spent about
1: 15 years in the education space. And we were primarily looking at how do you rapidly accelerate learning, especially with populations that weren't comfortable in a classroom setting. Um, And this population that we're working with is a very similar uh, population. Um, And it's exciting when you get to see the spark in someone's eyes when they have that first moment of original awareness, when they feel like, I can do this. And most of us get to have that experience once in our um, education. We have that one teacher who inspired us uh, to be who we are today, but a lot of people don't have that. And for those people, what we're doing is providing them with that moment.
0: I feel blessed that I'm in the health space, but I I think the other um, amazing thing to focus on is education. You get to mix both, which which is amazing. What are you most excited about? Where do you see things going over the next few years? Right now, um,
1: about 80% of people will tell you that they would like to age in place at home. Um, Unfortunately, that's not what happens. A lot of people end up in the end of life um, being in an institutional setting. But we're seeing a growing trend um, because of cost savings as well as sort of a, a market push for people to stay at home. And to me, what's really exciting is everything that's happening in that space. The, the, um, the connection between the real world uh, and the humans living in that space and how information can be communicated to the health systems, tracking people in their homes, and how that information can inform what we do. So our training can be Im- improved as we're better able to track the movements of the person who's at home and the caregiver and make sure that they're coordinated in a more effective
0: way. And that to me is just really exciting. So over the coming years, there'll be more skilled or more trained people that can then help people in their own environment, stay in their own environment. There are a lot of
1: great people who are building technological solutions uh, for the healthcare space. But one of the things that I really think is true is that across the board, we need to sort of bring back humanity to the system. When I talk to doctors and nurses and CNAs around the country, there's this uh, trend that I'm seeing of people just feeling like they're getting burned out by their own job, there's a lot of um, internal infighting in the hospital systems themselves, just between the workers there. Mm. And if we could help the people in that space remember that their jobs are important and that they're serving people in a way that is, is 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 one of the greatest callings that you could have, mm. and, and remind them of that. I think that that could have a profound impact on um, uh, quality of life, quality of care, um, reducing hospitalization time. Um, just the ramifications for that, I think, are uh, hard to even imagine. So it seems something simple, but I think it could be something very profound. You've been an entrepreneur
0: for, for years now. What are some of some of your biggest lessons learned? <laughs> when
1: I think back uh, about my first days as an entrepreneur, um, now uh, almost twenty years ago, um, I sort of look at myself with some compassion that that younger person, um, and I think that some of the biggest learnings were: uh, people are not necessarily going to like you, and if you live your life as an entrepreneur, sort of aiming towards getting the approval of everyone around you, you're going to be really distracted from what you're aiming towards. And it's OK for you to have a single vision and to bring people along that with that vision. I think another thing that I learned um, in all of these years is that managing risk and your own sort of ability to find peace and calm, even though the whatever thing you're doing is going to be disruptive, which means by just inherently is going to be complicated and stressful. Mm-hmm. And if you can't manage that state of being, you're going to burn out. You're, uh, if you have a co-founder, it's going to break up. And to me, like that's been a really critical piece. And then I think the third thing that I probably would have discounted in the beginning of my career is how important it is to have people around you that are supporting you, guiding you, that you're taking in new information from um, really Anybody that you can ask that you feel like has a glimpse of something that you don't have yet, having the humility to just learn and absorb and keep that group around you to support you, I think it's probably one of the most critical pieces.
0: And how have you done that at Cognotion? um, Through an advisory board, obviously you're part of the Startup Health family. What sort of tools or networks have you leveraged to really provide that infrastructure of support for you?
1: I really um, did sort of an environmental scan of the landscape of both healthcare and education and um, highlighted people that I wanted to be my advisors and then just basically stalk them into becoming my advisor I, I, I had and there were people that I could see that I wanted to learn from them because they had skills that I didn't have um, and they've I, it's been transformational more than anything else. But it was very methodical. It, wasn't, it didn't just happen because I showed up at a conference. It was, I'm showing up at this conference to talk to
0: that person. Anything that you would do completely differently if you could do it all over again? Um, and it could be over the last 20 years of, of your entrepreneurial career. I think the
1: one thing that I would do differently is in the beginning part of my career is knowing both you don't have to know everything to be able to get yourself a place at the table. You don't have to wait for somebody to say, oh, I recognize you and I see that you're great, and here come. What separates out, I think, great entrepreneurs from people who are trying to do a startup is that they push their way to that table and they say that they have a space there. Um, and you usually have to do that before you're ready. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, a thing that I think especially for um, female entrepreneurs can be really complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really a very Im- important piece.
0: One of the ways to sort of balance out your needs is bringing on great talent. what How are you guys growing and, and what sort of talent will you guys be growing with over over the next? phase and stage of, of your business?
1: Over the next year or so, uh, we're hiring in two different areas. Um, one, uh, business development. Right now, we have too many leads and not enough people. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible problem. Um, but we really do need some, some people to come on board with us. And we're not looking for uh, uh, sort of young people who are starting out in their careers. We really need people who've got experience in the healthcare space. Um, or experience in sales for a long extended period of time. Um, we typically go and talk to the CEO of these organizations, so it has to be someone seasoned enough to be able mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and then also in product development, we're testing out a whole bunch of new technologies to incorporate into our products, um, VR, um, more AI. We've we've been working with IBM Watson. We really wanted to take that to the next uh, level. So we are looking for people that have expertise in, in Different areas of technology that they can bring um, to the products that we're we're building.
0: You mentioned AI and, and VR and augmented reality and um, will these? Do you envision these being very transformative for where things go in the coming years? The current system of training people to get into the healthcare
1: space for allied health professions, so all the professions below a nurse, is potentially one of the most inefficient systems possible. You take people who have high school education and you put them into a classroom setting, which is exactly the same environment that they didn't succeed in the first time. Mm-hmm. And then you expect them to take that information that they're just learning in a book and apply it in the workplace. And nothing in that system is functional. So what we're doing and what we're seeing has got to change is in the product area, we need to make products that actually work for that audience. They have to, they have to be functional for the audience that they're serving. And the reason why we incorporate new technologies into that is if you're, so one of the biggest challenges you may face in the workplace, uh, if you're a CNA, let's say, is you show up and you're taking care of an older person, and the family shows up and starts yelling at you because they think that you did something wrong. So manning, managing that situation can be really complex if all you've learned is from a
0: textbook. But you if have you have to have a high EQ score and know how to right, deal with relationships, right. and communication, and So with VR, you can actually simulate that
1: experience where the person feels the stress of that moment. So in that moment, they're able to make decisions about how they will perform in the future. And that type of technology really serves that that user. So we're we're looking at not how to add some stuff that's flashy, but how to add things that are really uh, functional for our end users.
0: So as CEO, you're traveling all the time, you're speaking, all the time, you're building your business. What do you do to stay healthy, to de-stress? What's your routine? Traveling all the time, all of these things.
1: Also, parent of three children. Uh, So it's uh, one in college and one in elementary school. So there's a a lot going on. I am a weightlifter, so I do that every day, uh, no matter where I am in the world. Um, and that means sometimes I show up in a hotel and there's no weight room, and so I go out and buy weights for the, just the time that I'm in that, um, that conference. I, I make it a priority to every day invest in my own health. Um, I've also started taking at least one full day off on the weekend, mm-hmm. which uh, I think when we talk about things we should have known when we were younger, Taking some time off
0: helps you to refocus. You've been growing your business in really interesting ways. You're in all fifty states. Yeah. Um, you're serving health systems and and others in the healthcare industry. Um, who do you generally contact and work with and collaborate with in these institutions?
1: When we're looking to expand into a new area, um, we're looking for a few things in in a partner or a customer um, that uh, we think would be an ideal candidate for us. Um, one, I, do they have a profound need for this? We don't want to force a product onto an organization that is that's handling their talent just fine and they have no issues with that. So we are looking for places where they have a real desperate need for um, increasing the number of people coming in the door and also improving the quality of the work environment. Mm. Um, and. For the most part, right now, we're looking for large healthcare systems that are uh, have a need to employ a large number uh, of people. Um, so that would be another uh, thing that we would be looking
0: for. And do you generally? start with the CEO or is it through the HR and staffing part of the business for the most part we begin our conversations with
1: the CEO um and usually at that point um after we've had a conversation with them we tend to begin to talk to the the chief medical officer the chief learning officer sometimes the head of HR although uh surprisingly less uh, with the head of HR than the the other um groups and um those contacts we found to be the most fruitful going in with one of those three.
0: Well, Joe, thank you for everything you're doing. I think um, on many levels, you're not only serving um, patients and people who need this as they care, but really the workforce at large. And I think it's uh, what Cognotion is doing is making a tremendous impact. Mm -hmm. Um, And very, very excited to see how Quickly, you guys are growing in all the great work you're doing, so thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate this.